1: I'm Chris, and, and welcome, welcome to, to the see, most haunted city on earth.
2: It's JT with some very exciting news. Starting Sunday, March 12th, we will be live streaming for Para Junkies. This means many of the episodes and Para Junkie exclusives will be streamed via a private link that'll be available in Patreon. We're excited to try this out, and if you aren't a Para Junkie yet, we hope you make the decision to join our family.
0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Most Haunted City on Earth. My name is Madison Timmons.
2: I'm Chris Susie, And I'm JT Timmons.
0: And today we are back with another episode of Ghost Mail. boo ba woo woo You got, oh, yeah. Ghost we got, got Ghost Mail.
2: We've got Ghost Mail. All right. Uh, before we do, I want to thank a couple patrons. a Couple of new patrons. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'd like to uh, thank Dolce Maria, Alexandra Lynch, and Frankie Westberry. Thank y'all so much for becoming para junkies. And we are super excited for Para Junkie Day. Also, uh, go ahead and like, subscribe, share this podcast with everyone you know who you think would like it because, you know, we're just constantly wanting to grow our audience. Um, but. Do y'all have any announcements before we jump right into it?
0: Hmm. Um... I don't have much, uh, but I am going to be selling my witchy jewelry online now. Uh, I've got countrywitchco.com uh, officially up and running. So I make spell jars for all the things, uh, protection, wealth attraction, which I mean, all of us need a little of that nowadays, but um, uh, also self-love, anti-anxiety, all the good things. So if you are interested in spell jar type uh, jewelry, go ahead and head over there.
2: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And um, kind of uh, off the subject, but uh, Madison and I are getting two new chickens, Silkies. Nice. Oh, yes,
0: we're growing the coven. So nice. if you watch the uh, the... Uh, TikTok live streams that I do. I've talked about the coven. We have three chickens. Um, They are all witches. Nice. Um, So we're adding (laughs) to them.
1: Witchy eggs.
0: Yes, the witchy eggs.
2: Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, we're getting silkies and join our uh, Patreon to see chicken updates. Okay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. So the first one is from Para Junkie, the original Paramutant. Ooh. And he sent it via Patreon and said ghost mail for y'all. I'll preface that work in tru- uh oh boy hold on. I'll preface that work in trusted position in public safety and okay. I'll preface that I work in a trusted position in public safety and I frequently encounter unusual situations. It's taken me some time to unpack what I've experienced, but, we'll sh- but I will share the first time I can remember it happening. In June of 1994, my then-fiancé and I had just returned home from a restaurant. There was an increased presence of police and helicopters flying around our apartment complex. This wasn't unusual. There was an open field that would be commonly used as a landing zone for medical evacuations. As we were settling in for the rest of the evening, I noticed flashlights shining into our windows and balcony. We lived on the third floor, so went to investigate. I opened the balcony door and was curtly greeted with a stern voice. Sir, go back into your home and stay away from your windows, to which I complied. I decided to turn on the TV and see if there was any breaking news. Living in the suburbs of Washington, D.C., violent crime usually opens the broadcast. The only news was a woman that was shot and killed at a gas station in Woodbridge, Virginia. I turned off the TV and went to sleep. I had a dream that night my friend Angelica was in it. It was very placid. I got the feeling of gratitude and kindness and then abruptly woke up. It was surreal. I felt like she was saying goodbye. The first morning, I mean, I'm sorry. The next morning, I woke up and went about my day. I returned home. I returned home, turned on the news, and they had identified the victim. It was my good friend, Angelica. Wow. I've had dreams like this since. It's difficult for me to remember the specifics, but they all end the same way. I suddenly wake up. I've taken note of the time. It usually happens around 3 a.m. Are these dreams... Are these dreams or could they be visitations? I also have periodic episodes of deja vu and it's hard for me to believe these episodes are related, but it's difficult to ignore. They have been incidents while on duty. I'd be sound asleep, then wake up and within moments, a tragic event would unfold. What's your theory given what I've shared? Is it just a coincidence?
0: Mm. I wouldn't personally say it's just a coincidence. Um, you know, actually, uh, you should reach out to your fellow para-junkie, Ashley Werner, because it sounds like you both kind of had that clear cognizant sort of abilities um, where basically it's not necessarily prophetic dreams, but you are able to connect with the spirit world through dreams. Um, so a lot of times, you know, um, people who are sensitive to that. They kind of tend to be the first ones that the loved ones will reach out to when they pass. Um, But it's, you know, it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility that your deja vu sort of um, incidents do coincide with that ability.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it's also probably worth mentioning that in an event where a spirit is able to, make it to you, to communicate to you, to, uh, you know, say their goodbyes, it's possible that, that they created a path. And that path is from another, you know, dimension, another place of existence. And that path can be utilized by other forces and other incidences. So, you know, it's, it's likely that in that first instance, when your friend came to visit you, a door was opened and never closed. And then that gave you... Uh, insight that not that is abnormal to most people hmm.
0: i would agree with that you know um but and it could have been that first instance too where you weren't necessarily sensitive up until that point but what i kind of like try to explain to people when we talk about clear abilities pretty much everybody has some degree of clear abilities But most people, as we get older, you know, we put on uh, different guards and armor, if you will, to protect ourselves from, you know, uh, things in day-to-day life. And some people are just more open to those abilities. So it could have been that this first experience, like you said, kind of opened that door, really opened up that abilities and unblocked it for you. And now it's kind of flooding in. And I wouldn't be surprised if you... Didn't have these abilities your whole life. You right. just weren't privy to it up until this point, but all right, that's kind of my, my take on it, at least. Yeah, it's for sure. really common for people to you know have their first abil- or their first you know encounter with a loved one, and yeah, sometimes people just perceive spirits in different ways. And um, I find that like a lot of times with spirits, they're going to come to you in a way that's actually going to get your attention. And so that's why, you know, some people say like, I have dreams where I have things come true and whatnot, but I've never seen a ghost or I've never heard a ghost. And I'm like, well, it's probably because they know that you're not going to acknowledge that certain um, form of connection versus like myself. They know I need somebody to kind of like slap me in the face and stop me in my tracks for me to acknowledge them. So, you know, uh, it's a little bit different for every single person.
2: All right, all right. Thank you. the original paramute. Yes. That was very, very interesting, slightly frightening story. All right, here we go. Abigail, the next one comes from Abigail Wilsey. A couple spooky stories. Hey guys, I love the show and couldn't resist the opportunity to send a uh, couple of terrifying stories I've experienced slash been told over the years. To start, I've always been susceptible to spirits and energy. Most of my experience manifested in dreams or nightmares. My family owned property on a lake near Missouri slash Arkansas border. During one uh, one of our weekend visits to the lake, when I experienced the most disturbing nightmare I've ever had, keep in mind I was only seven years old when it occurred. In my dream, I was lying in my bed, and my dream self was woken by a faint tapping on the window. You've you've experienced this, Madison. It grew louder and louder until the window finally shattered and I saw the strangest entity enter my room. It was a floating, massive ram's head with piercing red eyes.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: The sight alone was menacing, but the energy this thing gave off felt so dark and heavy, like drowning in tar. Wow. Poetic. It approached me and I blacked out. Still in the dream, when I woke, uh, when I woke, I was sitting in the back seat of our family car and was forced to watch the ram murder both my sister and my mother in front of me. Good lord! My father had made it to the car, and when I looked at him, his eyes and the eyes of the demon were the same. The second story I have for y'all is my husband's. My husband and I went to high school in a small town near Springfield, Missouri. Most of the Ozarks were inhabited by many Native American tribes in our area, and I believe it was the Osage tribe. I will go ahead and say, let's actually talk about the ram because it looks like these are like different, these are different stories. Yeah. So yeah, what do you, what do you think about the ram?
0: Um, so I definitely think it's something in the realm of that catch all of demonic entities because a lot of times, uh, you know, demonic entities present in different forms. They're, you know, there's a whole s- slew of different presentations that they can give. I am trying to think of one in particular that would have presented as a Ram, but usually the energy that comes off with them, does you know kind of lean into that side of just suppressing energy? Yeah,
1: there there are several entities, and and the ram's head is 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 a long time uh, image or icon for the devil. You know, it it most certainly has the demonic resonance, and a lot of people. You know, if you go f- back far enough, you start to realize that um, as uh, as cultures advanced they were realizing the practices of other cultures and start demonizing those and start saying that you know these pagan practices are evil and sacrificing rams was a big part of early uh, uh, communions with God and communions and and as we move forward we start to recognize that that action that decapitation of a ram or, or these things mm-hmm. of the ram's head suddenly became symbolic of a relationship with the supernatural or the relationship you know you, you certainly see it in a lot of art you know mm-hmm. if you look up again to avoid names if you look up pictures you'll see many pictures most famously uh, of uh, of a ram headed man sitting with his hands one up and one down mm-hmm. uh, that is classic uh, demon imagery mm. um, and and intriguingly enough, the concept of uh, the ram bursting into your house, killing your family, <laughs> uh, and then seeing uh, the ram's eyes in your father's eyes almost...
0: Very disturbing. Becomes, yeah, like yeah. this
1: very disturbing tale of, of uh, you know, um, fear and, and horror. So, yeah, I, I, I could see where... Just by imagery alone, mm-hmm. you're dealing with something that your own mind is placing as demonic. Sure, sure. You know, um, if, you, if you encounter something dark, we oftentimes mask over the darkness with our fears and with our, our imagery of fear. So that is, you know, someone coming into your house and doing damage. Mm-hmm. It could easily be a nightmare about a home invasion that you then ascribe to this evil thing that you recognize as the ram's head you know, image. Um, However, you know, you you can't dismiss that it is a centuries-old depiction of the devil. Yeah.
0: But I do find it curious that you had this dream when you were seven, Mm -hmm. uh, because, I mean, at least, I I don't know what you were reading or watching when you were (laughs) seven years old, but most, um, most children aren't aware of, Iconography like that, or mm-hmm. um, you know, and you can
1: casually come by it because it's common. True. Enough, yeah, you know, it's common enough to be like, "What's that?" Oh, it's the devil. You know. Yeah, something you can see like a candle in a gas in, station yeah, type of deal. Kind of. Yeah. Um, not to discount that there's something strange going on. It's just we we are hyper perceptive and we don't realize it. We don't realize how influenced we are by the things we see. You know, you, you could literally be you know scrolling through the TV channel and seeing something for a, a, a brief flash or something to that effect. Sure. Um, I remember very, there used to be a commercial on TV for, they did the passion play in Savannah, uh, you know, the, the death passion. and resurrection okay, of, yeah. of Jesus. Um, and the last frame of the commercial was a Roman centurion holding the bloody body of Christ. Oh, wow, um, and it was you know a, a pretty provocative picture, but it was just one of those things that just kind of passed by evenly. Well, my child was like three years old, so she was three years old, and it just lodged in her head that you know there was this superhero that had this bloody person. And she kept saying superhero. I I don't want the superhero. I don't oh. want to see the superhero. Don't show me the superhero. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, <laughs> I, I I tried to figure it out, and then finally, um, it was because. Uh, veggie Tales. There's a superhero that Larry is. Uh, oh, Larry, like, you know, <laughs> Larry the Cucumber. And he, yes, he wears what looks like a Roman centurion helmet.
0: I think I know exactly what you're and talking so about. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. She equated that helmet with being a superhero, and then the image of this Roman oh. centurion holding a bloody body freaked her out so much. But she couldn't figure out what the story was by looking at it. So she she was like, "Why is that superhero, you know, carrying a bloody person?"
2: That's such an interesting like look into media and how yeah, we and like, like things right. are made for kids and then things are made for not kids and how that can mix. That's actually really yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, for the first time, I think my mind did not go to demonic at all, and y'all's did like that. <laughs> yes. That like you know never happens. I went to Native American like immediately. Oh sure, like sure, like I sure. thought I, I, mean, I was thinking Native American all day when it when it when it came to like the Rams head and all of that stuff. I didn't know if they were on like maybe land that they weren't supposed to be on or sure. or something like that.
0: Well, I mean, you can, you can really go down a a multitude of rabbit holes with that because then you can get into, you know, if it is land that they're not supposed to be on, it could be, you know, a, a shaman's power animal or, you know, things of that nature, something, a defensive kind of entity that's there to protect the shaman or the people, you know, Mm -hmm. um, So, you know, if you, that's not out of the realm of possibility, but at the same time, it does lean heavily into the imagery that we do see with demonic entities, but you never know. There are plenty of different entities out there. Absolutely. Um, absolutely.
1: There's no discounting (laughs) one over the other. Absolutely. So, Okay. That's what they called
2: me in, in high school when I was playing dodgeball. What power animal? Oh, good Good lord. Oh,
0: yeah. I
2: I knocked him down. (laughs) It's too early. Oh, yeah. It's too early for that. It's
1: too early. Y'all, we're recording in the morning. (laughs) We're early on Sunday morning. Little (laughs) grony. Yeah,
0: it's been a long week, y'all, and JT's making it feel way longer right now. (laughs) I'm
2: a morning person. They aren't. So, you know, (laughs) Uh, all right. Let's get on to the next one. I'm going to start it over. The second story I have for y'all is my husband's. My husband and I went to high school in a small town near Springfield, Missouri. Most of the Ozarks were inhabited by many Native American tribes. In our area, I believe it was the Osage tribe. My husband has always been a hunter, and one season, as he was minding his business in his tree stand, he observed something that still spooks him to this day. With his own eyes, he watched a coyote walk out of the tree line, stand on its back two legs, and cry for help in a human voice. No. <laughs> <I> <laughs> mean, like, oh, no. Go on. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> and she asked, "Skinwalker." Mm. That's that's the so that's the second one. So we, <laughs> mm. <laughs>
0: you know. Mm. It sounds very skinwalker esque. I mean, you're Mm -hmm. right there. You're You're right,
2: right in the heart
1: of it all. Yeah, absolutely.
2: So, 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 the coyote, like, I guess, screamed for help, like in English, is what it, like, help, right, right, like it wasn't like a husky where it's like, right, right, in a human voice, (laughs) right, because I always see husky, but for some reason, I'm fed on my feeds like husky videos nonstop, and I don't. I don't like, to, I watch them, so that's why they keep providing it all. And right. I'm not even a, not, I love all dogs, but like, you know, huskies are, huskies you know. make
1: a, a crazy sound. They and, do and make a cra- hi- they, make crazy sound. So that's they, what you know, I was there's thinking. There's a lot of sounds but that, 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 that could have been. Um, and, and, you know, depending on distance, depending on, you know, what kind of vocalizations it was making, why it was standing on two legs, I, 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 I that I don't want to venture a guess to. Um, but it's, yeah, that's, that's strange. You know, we'll, we'll just put that right in the, in the strange category.
2: Yeah. I rem- y'all remember, um, God, it reminded me of, uh, Antichrist, Antichrist, the, uh, movie, yes. Willem Dafoe, uh, Willem Dafoe, Lars von Trier directed it. And one of my favorite scenes in like any horror film ever is when the fox is like chaos reigns. I say quotes
0: or quotes. That I do frequently. I do.
2: I do. Like seriously, if I was like, if I was like the lead singer of a metal van, I would literally get that tatted on my neck. Chaos <laughs> reigns. That'd be that's so fire. But anyway, yes, chaos reigns. That's what that reminded yeah. me of because like yeah. he says Great it album in. Cover. Yeah, yeah it chaos reigns, right? Rains. Heck yeah.
0: But yeah. Well, if you're a musician, <laughs> please feel free to take that one. Yeah, um, for so. sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, i i like on the side of Skinwalker. I mean, that sounds sure. pretty like on par, considering that you're in the area mm-hmm. and the animal is behaving in a human-esque sort of way and the voice thing. Like,
1: yeah, it, you put you, all those elements together. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. I mean, like, you know... Usually if an animal is making an odd noise, it's, you can still decipher a, a lot of times, like that's still most likely an animal. It, it's weird <sighs> to be able to say like, it sounded like a human voicing help. Cause like, you know, our schnauzer makes weird noises. <sighs> yeah. He goes, raw, 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 but like, I, I know husky. that no, he, a little bit. Yeah, he just, like, can't control the noises that come out of his mouth. Um, so, you know, uh, but, he like... He gets so excited. He does. But, like, the point being, the reason why I bring that up is, like, I can hear that and know, like, you're just an odd little thing. Like, you're a weird little creature. But I've never once heard an animal make a weird noise and been like, that sounds human. Unless it's a skinwalker, so
2: so what exactly is a skinwalker? I always get so so. Is it a vampire? Is it a werewolf? Like, or is it fusion? Like, I always see different no, things about it. It's in
1: its own category. It is its own category, and it kind of falls into the shape shifting category. And it, I believe, it is um, through shamanistic practice the ability to uh, assume. A an animal form through mm. you know the rites of faith, but in the case of a skinwalker, there's a corruption that has happened, oh. and so now you're dealing with a corrupted spiritual journey, and mm. uh, and it, and it creates a, a, a dangerous situation. And, I, and I, mm. I tend to think of them more further west than Missouri, mm-hmm. but um, but th- the practice of um of a human taking on the qualities of an animal for yeah. whatever purpose is not you know unknown in in all cultures in all cultures there has always been this um this concept or construct of humans that can take on animal forms through dedication practice ritual whatever um and uh and, and in many cases it is about finding some divine mm-hmm. you know good and 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 communing with nature uh, but once it becomes uh, pointed, once it becomes uh, uh, a dangerous thing, and, and you know, I know that there are people out there who are going to be like, don't say it, don't say the name. Um, uh, Skinwalker is not the name. Uh, it, is, it is a several times translated and somewhat amalgam thing that 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 we've 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 come up with and and that's true of a lot of the words that we're like don't say the word it's like well it's not really the word it's it's <laughs> right. it, it. you know we're we're removed from the word it yeah. is um it is however very very a volatile spirit and it it and it has gained far more reputation uh more reputation than examination I should mm-hmm. say uh, because I don't i i i I'm not overly familiar with it i I, I know it as a a glossed over term that hmm. we've we've kind of come you know yeah relatively right. aware of as as a society especially certainly in paranormal circles um so you know if there are Native Americans who could clarify absolutely please do um for sure because like I said uh that's my my understanding of it it's not uh, it's certainly not concrete,
0: right? We don't focus heavily into those types of entities. We we dabble in a lot of other things, but there's also just so much information to soak in when it comes to paranormal. Sure. it's you and know it, you'll it, when never you're talking be about able like out.
1: indigenous people, right. That's that's a whole uh, and rich and wonderful you know uh, tradition of. Many, 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 many separate and instant, you know, they're not, you can't put them all under the same, you know, uh, umbrella. The, sure. the, the Apache do not have the same as the Cherokee. The Osage do not have the same as, you know, um, the uh, the Chippewa. You know, it, 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 the stories are not universal to the indigenous peoples. Uh, each tribe experienced nature in their own way and honored it in their own way. Uh, and while there are, of course, similarities, there are there mm-hmm. are drastic differences as well.
0: And it's also closed practices. So yes. there's a lot of information that if you're not a part of that tribe, you will never um and probably nor should you yeah you know. get access to
2: whenever whenever madison and i go to metaphysical shop which is actually quite often because of who she is uh you know i'm like going throughout the, at least a several times when we're in the metaph- metaphysical shop and, and madison's looking at like different stones and herbs and, and everything i'm always grabbing something that's just not for me like i'll pick something up and i'm like "Ooh, what is this and madison's like put it down it's not for you yeah and i'm like oh
0: okay
1: but it looks cool
2: but it It does cool
0: (laughs) well jt likes you know things that are um you honestly you should talk to a hoodoo practitioner because he loves stuff that are utilized for hoodoo practitioners which is a close practice you know and it's good to acknowledge and admire things um from afar it's just we are not the ones that are allowed to
1: (laughs) Right, d- right. I dabble mean, dabble
0: with it, you know.
1: Appreciating the, you know, the art and appreciating the, uh, the construction and the craft. Absolutely. Um, and it becomes very tricky. I, I've known several shops in Savannah um, that closed down specifically because they were not interested in, like, tourist dollars. They were not interested in, you know, just mm. looky-loos who come in. It was like, no, we, we, we service a very specific you know, group, group mm-hmm. and 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 we provide them with things necessary for their rituals and for their worship. Wow. Um, and people are coming in and buying them because you know they want to hang it from their rearview mirror or they want to you know. And, <laughs> that is very so true. And so that became a that became an interesting. It was one of those things that I thought was very interesting was that they didn't decide to just go full tourist that they didn't that they weren't like all right well this is what we do now so let me i'll mm-hmm. you know, make a couple of candles and put a picture of forrest gump on it and call it a day <laughs> um so you know much to their credit they 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 maintained the integrity of their faith absolutely for sure for sure all right here we go
2: okay last story for you guys thanks for follow fo- following following thanks for following along this far all right.
0: Still early in the morning.
2: About a year ago, I moved up to Alaska, where my husband is stationed. We live on Ilson Air Force Base, which has a long history of strange and mysterious deaths and incidents. Ooh. Ooh. Not long after I moved up here, we went out with a couple of buddies who still lived in the barracks. During the conversations, they referenced a woman named Tammy. When I asked who Tammy was, one of the airmen looked me dead in the eyes and said it was his sleep demon. Obviously, I had to know more. (laughs) He proceeded to tell me that Tammy had appeared in his dreams for the past several months. She would stand in his closet and stare at him. Oh, God. Okay. Every night, she would open the closet door and come closer and closer with each passing night. He said that before bed, he would close the closet and lock it, even having some of his buddies try and tie the door shut. But every morning when he woke up, it was wide open. Mm. The dreams finally stopped when she got close enough to touch him, or so he told everyone. The guy still seems off, and I have a feeling Tammy got what she wanted in the end.
0: I'm going to hustle Tammy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How did he get the name Tammy, does it say?
2: No, 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 but, but, uh, so we... So we, okay. Thanks for, uh, thanks for reading. I hope these pass the qualifications for some good old ghost heroin.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Indeed. I have so many questions.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: We're like, ghost we need heroin. to get like
0: a, a stamp. That's like an Love FDA that. approved stamp. At like, yeah. it's like, Shadunk approved, approved. <laughs> <laughs> certified ghost heroin. Mm-hmm. Um. The street
1: value of that is a million dollars.
0: But, um, i feel like that is like very classic kind of succubus activity right there and you know when you get into those types of entities it can get a little shameful um because of the uh types of attacks that they are classically known for um we've talked about a few succubi type encounters that people have had and That's not to say that it is exactly that, because I mean, obviously we're getting like a very like small dose of what this person encountered, but you know, something that is constantly, um, threatening you while you're sleeping, watching you in that way, actively trying to engage with you. That's a lot of times the beginning stages of an entity in that realm.
2: Sure. And it what freaked me out about all of that was the ending when she said he still seems a little off. Well or, or he seems a little so off. There is I'm something, like, bruh.
1: And it's 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 funny because um, it was kind of portrayed in the insidious movie. Mm-hmm. Oh If yeah. you watch the insidious movie, uh, <laughs> it's fun that we always go back to movies. Um we in, go in back in to the insidious movie scene. there yeah. was <laughs> a there was a there was a woman, a dark woman in black and it was getting closer and closer to the main character as he was a child so his mother hired a medium to create some protection for him so that the because it was getting closer and closer and closer and if it touched him it would possess him that story is a watered down version of a lot of accounts that oh yeah what a spirit really needs is access to you physical access if it touches you then it can live in you like a parasite it lives in that parasitic realm um which could be an entire manifestation like a person being taken over completely by spirit now the spirit is just like you know driving the body or it could just be uh, a passenger Mm -hmm. Uh, uh the spirit enters your body and lives kind of vicariously through you um all the while feeding off of your energy uh That sounds closer to it because of the abrupt stop of the dreams.
0: That's a good point. By
1: saying that the dreams stopped abruptly when they, when it was close enough to touch suggests that it got what it wants. Oh yeah. It got what it wanted. And, and that, that raises the question, what did it want? Um, and I, I know we, we say this all the time, but a lot of spirits just want to be alive. You know, a lot of spirits just want the chance at life again. And very powerful and potent spirits kind of understand that the best way for them to be alive again is to inhabit the human form, the human body. That's how dolls get possessed. That's how these spirits are, are trying their best to assimilate a life, you know, to create a, a scenario in which they are alive again. And so, yeah, that almost sounds like uh, the story of a possession of, mm-hmm. you know, the early stages. And, uh, and now this person may very well be possessed and that might be a part of what you determine is, is off about him. You know, that, that thing that you feel might be off is that he is, he's got a hitchhiker, you know, that he's got, oh, yeah. got a spirit on him or, the worst case scenario is the spirit is in full control, and he is gone. You mm-hmm. know, the spirit has has absorbed him and is now like basically murdered him. Basically, and you know, feeding off of his memory so that it, it can do it can carry out functions without being um, discovered. I okay, think sounds know, demonic. It, it's well, well, and and we talk about that too. Is is a human absolutely can become what we term as demonic when they lose their empathy, when they lose their humanity. Um, Alex Myrtle. <laughs> that is a demon. Yes. Um, and, 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 yeah. and that's one of those clear signs. Is like when you have abandoned your empathy, when you've abandoned everything in, in pursuit, and even if that pursuit was good at one time, uh-huh. even if you were a good person and you died and your spirit was here and you were like, I just got to be alive again, the moment you start to disregard humanity – you're a demonic presence. You, 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 you now have all of the qualities of a demon. And I actually dare say a human is far more capable of evil than any demon is. Mm-hmm. Because demons are not human. That is something that, that has to come back around over and over again, which means that in their mind, they are not defying good to do what they do. They are doing what they do because that's who they are. That's what they are. Humans understand good and evil as a matter of fact that's the whole point of humanity (laughs) if you go all the way back to the earlier stories i mean adam and eve the tree of knowledge blah 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 the knowledge of good and evil Mm -hmm. once you know the difference between good and evil you are capable of doing evil because you are denying good so it becomes one of those issues that you really have to uh uh wrestle with Mm -hmm. is that we are designed with a a capacity for good and evil and we are far more evil than any demon because a demon does not have a choice between good and evil. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for that matter, you know, uh, most celestial beings, as we understand them, don't have choices. They are what they are. Um, we, on the other hand, given free will, as, you know, the grand experiment of existence, we can make these choices. And when we are spirits and we are choosing our desire over other people's welfare what we want over the safety of others what we want over the comfort of others uh that is that that is demonic all righty we got one
2: more another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help I'll show you the photo after or if he mentions the photo in the story. All right. Hey, just wanted to see what y'all think about this. Was taken with no flash and we looked back on the pictures and was just a little freaked out. There has been some weird stuff that happened on my property and for a little backstory there was a woman who was a vet that lived on my property a long time ago and she uh, went very depressed, ended up killing herself with horse tranquilizers. Uh, there has been multiple occasions where me and a few other family members have heard very dim old country music outside. Ooh, that's creepy. And also have smelt cigarettes, almost like someone was smoking in the house. Uh, my mom is actually seen a old couple in our front yard. Also very creepy. Um, In our front yard only a couple of times but enough to know that they are here um, but enough to know that they are here but one encounter i don't know what that means but uh but one encounter that really sends chills down my spine is one night around 2 a.m i was walking from one side of my property to go back inside and had this overwhelming feeling like someone was watching me, but didn't think anything of it. So I kept walking And a few moments later, I hear something run up behind me. So, uh, so I turned, so turned, I immediately turned my head, uh, to see what it is and nothing was around me. It sounded like it stopped at least a foot behind as I turned my head. That was really the only scary encounter where something has tried scaring you or make themselves known like that. Uh, I just thought to share this with y'all and just see how y'all think about it. Um, Also, I get really interested in y'all's videos and love all the stories sent from my iPhone. Thank you. Yay. Thank you. All right. Awesome, Brandon. And here's the. Yeah, yeah. um,
0: Yeah, I didn't catch a a place.
2: Uh, it's his property, but I don't oh, okay. see. Yeah, it's his yeah, property. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but uh, but I don't think. Yeah, he he didn't include a like a, a, a location. geographical location. Okay. But here's the photo, y'all. Um, let me go ahead and turn the brightness up for you. I'll put it on uh, the YouTube. Um, it looks like Florida. I'll tell you that right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would. I would reckon. You know, it does kind of look like Florida.
2: I actually guarantee it's Florida.
0: Florida's very haunted. Hmm.
1: Hmm. 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 I say. Hmm. Oh, I mean. Yeah.
0: Well, that either is Florida or South Carolina. <laughs> well. So well. The,
2: but. But the ghost in it, babe. Oh
0: yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> okay. Interesting.
1: What are you thinking? Well, <sighs> your first instinct is to say hmm. lens flare because yeah. there's a fire there, and and, uh, and the like moon the, trying to look at the uh the shape of it versus any shape in the flames or yeah you know, uh it creates a weird sort of disconnect um and and again, knowing where it is might help us because uh there are a variety of different types of things that it could be mm-hmm. uh you know looking at it, it kind of has uh, a lot of of properties that you know make you uh, go. Ugh. So, yeah um, <laughs> it definitely has
0: that spirit halloween ugh, like right. we've talked before yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. It, 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 it looks it, very it, like ghosty it definitely mm-hmm. has ghost-like uh qualities um you kind of make out a face you kind of make out shoulders you kind of have this sensation of, of of something there uh and also given its proximity from the f- the ground right you know, you're 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 it looks like
2: the only thing that makes me say not a lens flare is that lens flares are usually, um, they're usually, uh, like in a half moon shape, right? Because right. of, because yeah, yeah. of how a lens is, right. you know, it, it, it bulges out slightly or, you know, right. the glass is rounded sure. or, um, or, uh, uh, so
1: you can usually catch like, exactly, yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the aperture ring, you know, helps with that. This is a circular thing, but this is, this looks like a puff of smoke. That's the weird thing. Like, if you, like, I almost wonder if it's, but it's not over the fire, so I don't know. So,
0: the thing is, is, like, everything else that you were describing that's happened on your property, besides the thing, like, running behind you and whatnot, that's just, that would help if we knew kind of where it was Yeah, to maybe decipher exactly what particular type of entity that might've been, but the rest of the stuff, you know, the, the old country music, the cigarette smoke, that's all like very old people
2: in the front yard. Is it night or day? Because I'll tell you right now, (laughs) if it's night, I'm freaked out. Okay, I old people in the front yard at night is so scary for some reason to well, me. Like, why is that scary to me?
0: Well, because you why love is that scary the to concept me? of like an old person standing there very still. No, like, I know,
2: but why is it in their front yard like looking at your house at like 2 a.m.? Well, why so is that thing. absolutely terrifying? Uh, well, we need to put it in a movie.
0: Because anybody standing <laughs> in your front yard at 2 a.m. is creepy. Um, old right.
2: people, and if they're naked, whoa.
1: Wait, why? Why are they, they sitting <laughs> naked? Why?
2: No, 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 I'll tell you right now. Naked old people, like ghostly, naked, gaunt old people.
0: You've watched the visit too many times, The Visit scary, bro.
1: Uh, Well, this is an intriguing thing: is 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 why are certain images scary? Um, Why do zombies look the way they do, and and why do they freak us out? Uh, Old people. No offense to any old people out there.
0: We love old people. We love old people. Saggy.
1: But they're closer to death. John.
0: <laughs> Calm they are down. closer to death. They yeah.
1: represent the end of life. They represent the the end of a journey. And so, um, while you know, daylight, happiness, sitting in a rocking chair, all that good stuff, you put them out of context. You put them, you know, in yeah. the middle of the night, yeah. standing, in, and for whatever reason, naked. Um, <laughs> well, just naked is uh, like scary. Well, naked is scary. Any naked person scary. is standing out in front of your house at two o'clock in the morning. It's scary. Yeah, that's um, exactly. That's, that's that's fair. But but the added, you know, because also children, very scary. They are also very closely linked to a time when things. Didn't exist. Mm -hmm, A mm -hmm. child is very close to non-existence. They were, they didn't exist just a short time ago. They came from the void. They came from the darkness. You know, they 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 are closely related to what we would consider to be death, as are very old people. Um, So you want that that perfect midlife meet. Of, yeah. of life, I think. Uh, I think standing in your yard naked. <laughs>
2: yeah. I think media has definitely influenced my uh, newfound fear of, uh, of elderly. Of, people? Like no, 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 old people. I love old people. Everyone knows, like not everyone knows. Everyone knows I love old people. No, but but I do. I uh, like. I they don't scare me at all in normal time, like in normal daytime. But if they're like. Like the visit is what I'm talking about. If you've seen the visit, M Night Shyamalan, no, the visit, sure. Oh yeah. my god, that's okay, that freaky. is so scary. Where she's like running up and down the hall, scratching on the door. She's naked. It is freaky, and so that's definitely something that uh, that has made me kind of like like get freaked out about that. But um, if you've seen the Grave Dancers like oh, yeah. the 8 yeah. films to die for the right. grave dancers yeah, yeah, yeah. do you remember the the sadist the old man who's the sadist right. and loves torturing
1: the mm-hmm. the woman yeah. yes. yo
2: that made an impact on me because i was like <laughs> Clearly. A, like grave dancers is well, like dancers one of my had favorite such horror amazingly
1: films. designed spirits too amazing. if you ever get a chance amazing. to look at it the the, the designs they're almost cartoony but in the most horrific way you know they they, were scary. they, they did some amazing uh, alterations to physical form Which, again, is something that that really freaks us out, you know, to see the alterations of physical form, such as aging. Aging does alter your physical form, so does, Mm -hmm. you know, being young, you're like, "Eh, you're going to stretch out of that. That's weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's true.
2: But, yeah, just to clarify, love love old people. Uh, Yes. You know, it's just in certain situations, like about anything, I mean, like, you know. It's a 20-year-old guy could be scary in certain certain situations. Oh, absolutely. Or, yeah.
0: But the point that I was trying to make before we got into this tangent on old people um, <laughs> was <laughs> that a lot of the uh, accounts that you're referring to are residual. So, you know, like the music and the cigarette smoke, those are very classic yes. residual hauntings. Yes. Um, you know, considering that, like you were saying, is that, uh, people have lived on this property before you. And so, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that the old people you're seeing didn't live there at one point. Um, it could have been them. Uh, if it was Florida, I could even more, like, even more so see, you know, that being the case sure. the, oh, yeah. with the country music and the cigarettes
1: well, and all singing? that.
2: who's singing? I want to know, who, like, what songs and stuff, because then it's like... Well, if it's and old narrow country narrow down. Music, yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. And if you were going to investigate that, would you, like play something similar would you play the same song like if it's conway twitty you playing conway twitty's greatest so, hits out loud and seeing the if thing anything is responds with
0: residual hauntings though is there's no intelligence behind it well just
2: in so, case it's intelligence. sure but, but you on know the radio
1: and we talked about this before because residual hauntings are kind of anchor points and you could coax a spirit through their anchor point um, because there's some reason why it's there. It's, it's sure. there. It's mm-hmm. residual for a reason. It exists there for a reason. However, you don't always want whatever it was that uh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> that left behind the residual mark, because the residual mark is suggesting a, a heightened moment of, um, well, actually, a, re- uh, a repetitive mo- a moment or a heightened moment of emotional distress or elation, even. So, um, and uh, that you had. Uh, a former owner who, who had taken their own life on the property, that is always going to have a shockwave effect Mm -hmm. on a, on a, on a location.
0: Absolutely. especially because of how, um, traumatic the actual situation was, that's like number one way to create a residual haunting for sure. Absolutely. So, uh, definitely though, um, send us the location of where you are. We don't have to share it on the podcast, but just for our own curiosity's sake, I would love to know um, so I could dig a little bit deeper into some of the other things that you had mentioned. But uh, with that, though, y'all, we do need to start wrapping things up. So thank you so much for sending in your ghost mail. If you have a ghost story, please send it to us, and we will read it on our ghost mail segment. You can send it to ghostmail at hauntedcitypodcast.com. Uh but with that my name is Madison Timmons I'm Chris Susie and stay spooky y'all